0: can't believe it's like we are recording this and it's like the 20th of february firstly and secondly i actually realized when i was getting ready for this i haven't had anyone on the podcast for a third time ever apart from you wow
1: i feel special, I feel so special.
0: oh my god it's
1: that's special. pretty cool and we have so much to talk about as well i think i think it's, it's nice to kind of catch up and just have things to talk about though so thank you for having me on
0: so good man. So what <laughs> is like happening? what's been going on, and like what the main thing I saw about really was like posing, obviously yes. being like the founder of Posing portal, but just more like some I feel like we can talk about the technical side, but the other side I want to talk about is your experiences from Olympia and also like I don't feel like confidence and stage personality is really covered in particular. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I know that's something that like you've kind of like tested and that trial and even like tiny things now for like you keeping like your natural hair like that's all, yeah. all the, how that has translated to where you come across on stage like I've really noticed yeah. that change so yeah I feel like this is going to be like a like a good totality like episode but firstly I yeah. don't know what is The Posable Portal? Um, obviously been going for quite a few years now but like what's new and what's like in the pipeline?
1: Yeah. So, well, so the Posting Postal is a subscription-based website that I own. um, And it's a a three-level kind of system where you can pretty much pick your kind of advancement of how much you can kind of learn on the posing portal but the basis of the posing portal is to kind of figure out how you can learn from me from my coaches the best way to like improve your posing um there we have video assessments on there we have a full video library of tips of how to be better at posing and a lot of things covered and then the obviously the other one is booking you know our classes with me and my coaches which is great um I, there's so many things that I want to do to build up this style of, of learning how to pose because I think from posing, from when I first started posing coaching, it was all based in person. So I remember I when I was in the UK, I would travel miles. I, I'm I'm based in Brighton, which is down south. I would travel to London, to Manchester, to Birmingham, like every weekend to kind of see different people from kind of around the world um, or around the city, I'd say, or the UK, sorry. And um, it was it was great. I loved being in person, but it was very, very it's hard for me to be in that many places. And if I'm honest, I truly believe that in-person posing isn't the best way to learn. It's a very, very good technique, but it's not the only it's a good way of learning, but not the best. Because then that person gets reliant on you being there and touching them and moving them in those positions all the time, if that's how obviously you teach people how to pose. So I feel like online, a mixture of online, a mixture of, you know, posing assessments and learning through videos and actually do it like kind of figuring out how to do it yourself is going to be the best way to learn because then you can get used to actually doing that yourself. Because we're not going to the posing coaches that you go with are going to be on stage with you, um, and also it's a, it was a great way for me to connect with other people online in America, Australia. I have a lot of people from Asia, like all over the world. So it was it was really cool for me to be able to give my services globally, um, worldwide. So and we have I obviously can't say it yet, but we have such a big project coming with the posing portal. And it's finally moving forward. It was it, it. literally is when I opened up the Posing Portal site, I think it was 2021 March time, which is when we opened up. So it's almost been two years, which is crazy. Um, we pretty much a few months in, we've started a new project already. So it, it's been like almost two years in the making this, the next step for the Posing Portal to make it even more accessible for a lot of people. So really, really excited for that. Um, but to answer your question about kind of... Um, you know, the trends of everything and you know, why I kind of started to change my style and how I did that and all that type of thing. I feel like, I mean, you obviously, you've been following the bikini game for a long time. So it's kind of like you see different styles come about and then when those styles start to do well, people get intrigued and they kind of want to test it out for themselves. So I kind of did the same with, for example, my hair. I'd always worn straight, well, I say always, the beginning of my journey, I wore my hair curly. Um, I remember for like, I think it was like four of my first shows I ever did, I wore it curly. And then when I started to straighten it, when it was when I kind of started to do quite and quite well, which I don't think that was the reason for it. But I think because that was kind of like mentally in my head. As soon as I straightened my hair, I kind of got my placement that I wanted to get. So I was like, okay.
0: I don't even can relate to this because like... You which isn't the case. I know
1: that wasn't, but yes. it happened yes. and I felt, okay, it must be the hair. So yes. I have to straighten my hair, which I didn't. And it was, no one even told me that you had to straighten your hair. Like that was the reason. I know my body was better. My posing was better, but it was almost like a mental thing. Like, okay, you straightened your hair. You got a better placement. Let's yes. keep that, that look going. Right. So. And that. it becomes very difficult when you get those types of things in your head, like, okay, this works, so let's carry it on. And don't get me wrong, I liked straightening my hair in a way because it was kind of like my second ego, like my ultimate ego in a way, because I was like a completely different person on stage. And I still feel like that now, I'm completely different on stage, when I kind of like walk around the gym and stuff like that. I Sometimes I'm really clumsy in like real life, and it's like the other, but when I'm on stage, completely different. So... <laughs>
0: Do you something with that? Do you think when you first come into this, there's like your there's like you and then there's like alter ego, which is basically like full potential you, but you feel like yeah. you're kind of not there yet. So you kind of separate the two. Separate the, it a little the bit. The more you come into the more you do it, the more the alter ego and the actual person that you are try to kind of merge intertwine. Yeah, and I literally I was just about to say that
1: I definitely feel now. Especially with wearing my curly hair, I feel like Phoebe Hagen, like bikini pro all the time, versus it being just bikini pro or bikini person on stage and then separate, you know, which is quite nice. And I like that I can just be my full self now when I'm on stage because I have my curly hair. I still wear extensions, don't get me wrong, because there's my nat- my actual hair isn't big that big, which is hard to get it like that by itself. So had a little help. Um, Which is fine, but I definitely like the fact that I can now be more myself on stage versus having to try and be something that I thought I had to be, if that makes sense. And again, no one was putting that pressure on me like they had to straighten my hair, but it was a case of, I haven't tried it yet or I don't feel confident enough to do curly hair again. So I'm gonna keep what I have at the moment. And then when the trend came out with Attila, Jen Dory, Jordan, Jordan Lee in um, the US, they started, cause they, they had straight hair as well. I remember all of them, they had straight hair. I think it was Attila that kind of started it off a little bit. Then Jen wore it and everyone was like, whoa, this is so cool. And then I was friends with um, Jordan Lee, and um, or I am friends with Jordan Lee. And she started to wear her hair a little bit more, so I was seeing it more. And I was like, people are starting to do well. And and, and another one, uh, Jasmine Gonzalez, she was another one wearing their hair curly, embracing the curls. And I was like, they're doing well at it, so why would I not? you know why would I not kind of change my look in a way that would accentuate my body as well and I feel more confident when I have that hair um because I never liked I think by the end of it I kind of was over straightening my hair (laughs) if I'm honest because it was it was breaking it was it's not good to straighten my hair uh, that much for it being this curly. so I think in terms of trends I do think it's a good thing because it helps you evolve because I think definitely don't get me wrong I could still have straight hair now but it it wouldn't probably be me because I was starting to lose my confidence with the straight hair, you know? So it's making me evolve in different ways and finding my identity in a way. Um, and that comes the same with posing. I think posing's definitely, definitely evolved now since the first time I started. Um, and even in the bikini like pro section, it's definitely, definitely evolved.
0: Yeah. It's so funny. Like I always wear, I pretty much have my hair straight because this is this is how my hair just dries. Like <laughs> like this. And like, you have such long,
1: like, shiny hair, though. Like, it's so nice.
0: But, like, it's <laughs> straightening because <laughs> every time, like, any time I had my hair straight, I haven't done well, but I love my hair straight. So I'm like, Mwah. do I, like, do I risk it? Do I just <laughs> keep doing straight until something, like, does well? I don't know, but it's, that, it's so funny like, when it's you mention it. It's weird. That.
1: It's like you have that attachment of, like, <laughs> you feel like you're not going to do well because of this. It's not obviously because of that, but you feel feel like it is in a way. So it's like, do I do it or not? I don't know. So no, I get that. I do really get that. But um, yeah, it's really cool to see how the bikini section has evolved over the years, especially kind of like this year with the with the Olympia being a 45 second routine. I think that was really cool to see how other people kind of then handled that and how I would handle that, because I've always done slightly not a long routine but kind of like a normal ish routine definitely over a minute so for me it was like this is really interesting and I, I'm gonna see how I can still get my confidence out there with 45 seconds and I was really intrigued to see how you know other pros that I look up to do do the same um and I think it was really really cool to see that
0: have you because you've been to the Olympia before the Olympia just yes. won how different was it between just going there and actually competing? Was there anything that kind of surprised you or just any insight?
1: So I really, I'm glad that I was able to go. It's so weird because the first Olympia I went to was re-Gail's first Olympia, which shout out to her. I'm so glad that we got to have that trip because it was such a special trip, especially like her first ever Olympia. It was really cool. It was hard because at the time, obviously I was trying to get to the Olympia as well, but I was so like I, rem- I remember being in the audience and because she had like, when you get, a, when you're an athlete of the Olympia, you get obviously a one, I think it's like a one VIP ticket and all that sort of thing. She gave me the VIP ticket, so shout out to her. <laughs> but I remember being sat right front and center, like watching the bikini and I was literally in like, awe. I was literally like, this is insane. And I was imagining myself and I was like, I will be up there one day. I think that was 2019. Um, I was like, I will be up there one day. And I don't care how long it takes, but I will 100% be up there. And it was also, that was the last time it was in Vegas too, because the 2020, w- 2020 and 2021 were both in Florida, I think, um, because of um, the the C word. So, <laughs> so that was, uh, they already changed it. So obviously from then to 2022, so it was a, g- a big gap. I feel like I don't even, I don't know how it changed, but I think it was definitely, I I think I appreciate, I personally appreciated it a lot more as an athlete because I'd already seen it in live action, if that makes sense. So I'd experienced it as uh, a watcher, as, you know, someone watching it in the, in the audience, and I actually experienced it as an athlete. And I, I don't even, the thing is, I don't even remember it, like, of 20, the last year's, like, Olympia, I feel like I, it went by so quickly, I can't even remember what happened, I just remember there was so much, like, good vibes, that's what I really, really liked, backstage I know, I knew a lot of the girls that were going on that stage and I feel like the bikini community is actually very, very strong, I feel like, obviously, yes, we are all competitors, and we're competing against each other, but that doesn't mean that we don't, you know, have relationships with one another, and, like, it was so nice we were getting loads of photos with each other and like when we all came off stage like after our individuals because the way it went was obviously we did the numerical call out to us and then everyone went on individually and when people were coming off stage they were like girl you look so good and like it was just good vibes it was really good vibes and it was kind of it kind of met and overpassed my expectations because I thought it would go very very quick and it was like You'll just be by yourself and this that the other bit it was just such a great like vibe uh, i i literally i, I don't even have to explain it if i'm honest but it was really really good um and i'm glad to be doing it again this year <laughs> so but i think the main thing with the difference i think the difference was just the atmosphere was i think a diff- different just different for me i definitely know Since 2019 to 2020, it's just grown. I think the sport has definitely grown um, for bikini especially as well. Um, There was obviously a lot more contenders um, in 2022. So I think it's definitely nice because the audience was even bigger as well. Like there there was just so many more people there than there was 2019.
0: Isn't it mad how like people kind of had a bit of an uproar about like the point system. I was like, that's only taken away what, three competitors? Yeah,
1: what for this year or for last year? This year. This year. It's so hard because I feel like the point system is kind of a it's kind of a good it's kind of a good thing, but also it's it's still kind of the same thing, I guess, because people will still have to try and keep 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 competing for that first now. And I think I get it because it is like they want the best of the best there. And don't even me the point system isn't like not the best of the best, because everyone that was on that point system was the best of the best, you know what I mean? Like, it's incredible to get in that top five, and it's just incredible to be on the pro stage in general. Um, But I think it's so hard when there were so many people, they're like, we need a- to find some way to bring it down. Because, I mean, there was supposed to be 58 bikini girls on stage, I think there was 54 in the end, because obviously, I think there was a few dropouts. But I mean, Classic was 60 something, 68 or something like that. Like it's it, it's just too, I say too big, but they have a bigger gap. That was the thing. I think they had 18, not 18 months, that can't have been that big. I think it was 14 months yeah. or like thir- like 14 or 15 months to qualify. So that's the reason it was such a large like amount of people there. Um, I do agree with people kind of like, you know, having the uproar because it's it makes it harder. Don't get me wrong, it makes it harder. But then at the end of the day, look at it as a positive because when you then achieve that harder goal, it's so much more rewarding. Like for me, obviously, don't get me wrong, it took me four years to get to the Olympia. And one, I wouldn't change it. But I think in the moment, I was definitely like, I just want the qualification. Like I've been working so hard, why can't I get it? But this year, like everything that happened, like, sorry, last year, 2022, was all of that weight was so worth it. Like all of the weight was so worth it. So it's like, yes, they've taken away the point system, but the more work you put in, the better the reward is going to be. So I feel like it's a good thing for people, but they just don't, sometimes they won't see it in that moment because they're like, oh, it's, they're just making it way harder. That's never going to happen to me, but you keep working it will. 100%.
0: Which show has made you the competitor you are today?
1: Oh. Um... God, I don't even, I feel, I think it was back in 2016, the Sugar Classics, I think that was like my eighth show of the year, because the British, I, I remember in 2016 was my first year I started competing, and I remember I did the, my first show, and I won it, got over and I was like, this feels amazing, obviously. Like, you've won a show in something that you've never done before, it's going to feel great. Then... I kind of went into the ranks a little bit more and I didn't get the placing I wanted, wasn't you know, getting the same results as what I had before. And I was like, oh God, this doesn't feel good, but I'm still gonna keep working because you know, I wanna get to the British at the time, it was the British. I remember getting to the British and I got like, I think it, remember it was like you had to get top 10 and then you make it to that, like that final section. I was like, I wanna get top 10 and I didn't. I think they actually, I don't know if they did the same way they actually put out the placings or not, for some reason, I feel like they did. And I remember 15, for some reason in my head, like 15. And I was like, that's so low. Like, that's really bad. Like, da, da, da. It's not. But at the time, I was like, distraught. And I was like, at that time, I was like, I'm giving up bodybuilding. I'm not doing this anymore. Because like, it's not worth it. It's this, that, the other. Like, I don't, I'm, I don't feel like I'm good enough for it. So I'm not going to put effort into it anymore. And I remember two weeks before the Sugar Classic, I think it was like November 2016. I was like do I do one more show and just try and get qualified for next year's like British or whatever, and just try and see what happens. Um, And I literally was like back and forth, back and forth, I don't know. And I think that show in particular, I really put my absolute all into, I changed so much stuff about like my posing, my um, presence on stage, like my overall look, um, everything I changed. I was like, right, what do I need to do? I really like, invested myself into it and I got first place in juniors second place in um open so I was really and that was like my best placing I've ever had in the UK BFF at the time so I think that was the show I was like okay I want to do this like and I actually put so much more effort into it than I would have any of my other shows because I knew I wanted it and I think that's kind of maybe the person I am today because I feel like before I was just going through it and just being like Oh, okay. Like I didn't get it. I didn't get it. And over time I was just like, let's just not bother trying. I think that show was, I actually picked myself up and said, no, I do really want to do this. Like, yeah, you're not getting the placing you want, but the main thing is you are still trying like, so get up and carry on. Um, and I did. And obviously then got the reward for it. So I think that that show hundred percent was kind of the, the fire in me kind of coming out and being like, yeah, I do want this. Um, sometimes it's hard to see that, but I think, yeah that was the show that kind of made it all clear for me.
0: I love that because I was expecting like you to say maybe like an Arnold or maybe like oh my god no <laughs> I, like, I, that I that, mean I like, could have said like, UK. I thought maybe it was gonna be that I don't yeah know. like when
1: I won my program yeah but even before the Arnold UK I feel like I've always I feel like it's since that time it was definitely the past like i really pushed towards being a like more more of a fighter of an athlete versus it just being like a oh I'm just getting sage for for what you know so no I think that show was definitely right back at the beginning that was the kind of one that made it made it all clear for me
0: I love that I love yeah. that it's given, it's giving me all like the throwback feels because always- i know that's the
1: thing it makes it so much more like worth it and it, I don't know it just it it hits the soul a little bit more
0: I remember seeing that on Instagram and it's taken me back to the days that I used to blaze that Valencia filter like it was no tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs>
1: the filters, oh my God, the filters, they were horrible. They were horrible. So you're like, they, the need, to, they need to go, they need the to be done.
0: They, honestly, the fact that they are still there just shows me shit people still use those filters like
1: yeah all the time and it's 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 horrendous i I was actually saying this the other day because my best friend we went to the the caribbean like eight like i'm talking nine years ago and there was like a strong like filter on it and it came up like on my instagram i was like wow remember using this filter i remember you overusing it like it was so bad
0: but it was quite it was quite funny and i know exactly who film love it the next thing I want to talk about was like, I and mean, you probably get this a lot with like posing coaching and stuff like that. You probably hear a client say to you, Well, I've heard that this is the way to do X foot placement, or this is the yeah. way. To do it. And like that must be quite hard. I don't know if it is hard or not, but like they, there's obviously trends with foot placements, with transitions. And it's like, what sort of advice can you? give people and do you do you think there is like a trend in a foot pos- in, in like foot positions if that makes sense because yeah. see that where, like people feel like they have to have their foot a certain way when actually it might not look good for them but they feel like shit yeah. the trend i've got to do it that sort of way so like what's your kind of like expert opinion on that because i've seen that a little bit lately so i say
1: i would say with those types of just trend just trends in general and like with you know transitions and foot positioning I would say just try and make sure you are a little bit open because some people would say this is the way to do it. Some other people would say, well, this is the way to do it. And if I'm honest, there's no right. Well, I say to a certain extent, there's no right or wrong way of doing things. A lot of people that do, you know, posing coaches nowadays usually are correct. Sometimes, sometimes they're not. But some people kind of are now a little bit more educated about posing. Back in the day when I was obviously first starting, there was no posing coaches like there was barely any there was a very very select few and people would only trust them now there's a lot more so there are, it's kind of the same with online coaching there was only a select few now there's loads more people have more knowledge now and i do think it as the competitor the people that's getting the person that's getting coached posing coached is try and be a little bit more open and kind of educate yourself and know okay does this actually look good do it does it feel comfortable is this actually the correct positioning if you see no one doing this type of pose or foot positioning or transition then it's probably incorrect so it's kind of like obviously yes you put your trust and you trust the people that are posing you but try and make sure that you also do your own research and so kind of see okay is this correct is this not because it it happens a lot of the times where a lot of people say you know I get it all the time where clients have come to me and said oh this person's told me to do this and I'm like that's not even opposed you're allowed to do and they're like oh and I'm like Yeah, you're not allowed to do this, you're not allowed to do that. So, why are they, you know, teaching you? But they didn't know. So, I'm like, you have to make sure that you follow up on, you know, what you've been taught. Have a look on the websites. Say, for example, if it's two bros or NPC, you're only allowed to do for bikini two poses. You've got front pose, you've got back pose. Some people think there's a side pose. And I'm like, there's no side pose. Like, there's, it's only front and back. Front pose looks like a side pose. So, I don't know if that's sometimes confusing, but you have to do your own kind of research and make sure that you. You know, it's the same with online coaching. When you do uh, research on your online coach, and make sure that they're, you know, good, they get results all that type of thing. It's the same with posing coaching. You have to make sure they are good, they get results, they know what they're doing. Um, because it can be very deceiving where they are good at posing, but they might not be good at teaching it. So I do definitely think for competitors, just try and make sure that you do your research on the person. Even if you had a posing session already, then go and kind of check out what they've said um, and said, OK, does it fit the credentials that actually I need to do? Um, so that's what I would kind of say in terms of foot positioning and transitions anyway with bikini and well, bikini NPC. it's very, very simple. So if it looks too extravagant or it is a little bit too complex to the normal standard, I personally, if if you're amateur and you're obviously looking to just get your pro card or you're looking to just even just step on stage and just, you know, do your best, try not make it too complicated. Because that's one thing I have been seeing a lot of is they want this really, really extravagant routine where ultimately the judges literally want to see your front pose and back. And there's more error in making the foot positioning or transitions more complicated for you to then show off more, quote unquote, flaws of your shape. Um, So you just want to try and make it nice and simple so it doesn't get too complicated on stage. Oh, I can't hear you. You've muted yourself.
0: No, I wasn't saying anything interesting anyway. Um, So like, it's funny. For me, my thing is the back to the front. It's always my bit when I'm like, my brain doesn't yeah. wanna like, don't know what there's like a screw loose somewhere, and I'm still trying to figure it out. Yeah, no, like, I can't get
1: round, can't get do round. You
0: have, like, do you have like a transition or like if it was it front to back or back to front, or like some kind of thing where you're like, ah uh, I really I have to really think and work at it, like yeah. So like, if I'm honest, it, for me it was that as
1: well, because there's a little bit more of a complexity with the foot positioning and the transitions, depending on how you get back around to the front. Um, you could do a step back or a step in. It just depends on which, like how, how you do it. Um, but I totally get that. And if I'm honest, most people, when they do their transitions or people that I teach, they do struggle with the second half of the routine. So it's the from back pose to your front pose again. And I don't know if it's just because it's more complex or people just find it a little bit more difficult because, I guess they're not looking forwards as in like they're looking to the back of a stage, but they're not looking at anything specific. And again, a lot of people will practice in a mirror, which is good to practice in a mirror sometimes, but not all the time. It's kind of a 50-50 thing. Um, so I think because they then can't see themselves, they then think, oh my God, I can't even think how to do it, yeah. um, if that makes sense.
0: What What is it do you see that you're like, oh, people really should practice this more and they kind of overlook it? <laughs> What part of, if you could say one thing, what would it be?
1: I feel like, mm, I feel like it's, I want to say back pose for some reason. I feel like back pose is not overlooked, but I feel like a lot of people, they try to harden back pose and they try to flex and do way too much in it and it makes the pose itself look off sometimes. For example, obviously the, the normal thing that a lot of people do is leaning forward to really and get that glute ham tire now. That's one thing that I do even now see a lot of, and you can see, like the judges can see that. Um, and I think the main thing is it, is it happens a lot in wellness so a lot of the times it's happening in wellness um and another thing is kind of bending into your knee and your front pose and stuff like that and bending in, well bending in your poses and stuff like that in general um i think that's one thing i wish people would kind of take a little bit more not seriously but kind of look at a little bit more your legs don't need to be locked out and they don't need to be bent it kind of i feel like they need to be like an, an uh in a middle ground it's kind of a soft knee so and again it depends on the person because again everyone has a different shape and everything like that but most of the time everyone has a soft knee it's not a case of bending the knees or anything like that but they feel like they need to get that little bit of extra conditioning out so they're going to kind of either push or bend or do something to do that which can go one way or completely the other so it's just making sure that you're because posing in general has to look natural if it looks too unnatural or too awkward it will be awkward to watch for the judges and they will spot it like straight away so it's something that you need to kind of just make sure you just make it look easy as possible which also isn't easy <laughs> so that's always the hardest part you want it to look easy but it's not easy to make it look easy
0: in terms of confidence i like always like looking back at the um like the olympia and it's funny i feel like people don't like they pay for that the olympia thing and they watch the, the live stream but they forget that they can actually watch you back and it's actually really cool i know so i watched it back um I think a couple of weeks ago, and it's like it is something to be said about like that confidence and being able to showcase that stage personality. And like to people, I think people always look to the pros and being like, yeah, like some of them have nailed it, and some of them have still can't. You can tell there's still like that kind of like barrier. And I feel like yeah. with you, you have got past. I feel like you've got past this barrier thing that you had, whether you realize you had it or not. But I do think you've gone past it. But it's like, yeah, and you recall, like. I don't know I guess like the secret to confidence building because you can teach someone all the technical you can teach someone all the attributes but you it's hard I think sometimes to teach people that confidence internally what sort of things have like you have done as an athlete that you think maybe off the stage that have helped you like I guess communicate that confidence like on the stage No, I totally
1: hundred percent get what you mean because I definitely it was weird because you say that about the Olympia thing because I I bought it as well because obviously um, I made it to finals but I it was very very expensive for my sister and dad to come so I was like I'd rather you sit in my you know my room my uh, hotel room you can watch it on the live stream you can order room service I'd rather you do that because you'll also be able to see me way better so and- I was like just order it it's so it's so much better so I ordered that um so I watched it I actually watched it back the other day because I was like oh I'm looking at like you know changing up routine for this year this that the other so I was looking over it and I was like also I do like to look at it kind of when I'm you know lacking a little bit of motivation for example or I watch it on cardio or something so um but I think over the years I've realized that my confidence has stemmed from like you said within versus it actually being you know fake it till you make it or how I feel when I'm posing I think the main thing for me is knowing that I actually am. 100 satisfied with what i'm taking up on stage and a kind of a little thing that i like to do is making sure that i know that whatever happens and i always say this like i say it on my youtube sometimes but i'll say it actually out loud so i kind of know myself whatever happens on stage i've worked my absolute hardest because as long as you can say that and you've done everything you can before you see the result that's when you know, okay, I'm actually happy with it, and they can't change. If you come dead last, I literally was saying this to uh, to Max and like everyone, I could come dead last at the Olympia, honestly, swear to God, and it will still be so happy because I'm so happy with the shape that I've taken. The process has been absolutely 100. I'm happy with the how I've gotten here, and that's all that matters. That I could get dead last, and I, I obviously I would care to some extent, but I'm happy with what I've taken. So that i think the main thing is knowing that you are happy with the shape you're taking up there and you're proud of it that confidence will shine brighter than anything that a posing coach can teach you um and i personally try and like embed that in a lot of my clients and don't obviously i teach them posing how to do it but i try and make sure they know what the how good they look and what they're doing don't obviously bullshit them but i obviously make sure that they know they you look incredible like you have achieved a lot like this is a, a great achievement. Yeah, you're stepping on stage and it might be an amateur stage, but that's still a big deal uh, to anyone. So it's making sure that you know what needs to be done um, and how confident you feel with that. And then that confidence will 100% shine like brighter than anything. Because I think this one situation that happened to me. I think I went to the Arnold's Barcelona in 2017 when that when I still was doing that. Um, and I remember I put so much pressure on myself to be perfect, and it needed to be like 100. percent I was like, I need to get into that top 10. I got so nervous on stage, I literally forgot like so much of my routine. I looked like a, a deer in headlights. It was awful, and I don't know. I don't know where I placed, but I it wasn't top 10, and I was so upset, and I was like why did I kind of put so much pressure on myself and like put myself in that hole? And then I think I did, um, Finland a few weeks later. And I literally, that's when I started to say this kind of thing. Like I've done everything I can backstage. There's nothing else I can do. I'm going to have fun with it. All I've done is my best. And that's we'll see what happens. And then I got third and actually beat like two people that I'd like looked up to that were like very high up in that, like the amateur ranks at that time. And I was like, what just happened like it just that confidence is something that you need to try and find from within it's not something posing wise that can help obviously posing is a very it teaches you what you actually need to do the credentials but the confidence thing it comes from you you know um and i think that's a massive thing that i've realized Like you said before like you like you can see the difference in your posing and how you used to pose i've always had confidence in my posing, but I feel like the last few years it's leveled up in a way that it's like I'm actually happy with the shape I'm taking up. I'm not like, I'm not like, I don't know, I feel like a lot of the times us pros and just in amateurs in general, we're very hard on ourselves. So everything has to be done perfectly. Bodybuilders in general we're perfectionists. So it's like everything is always perfect. But once you let go of that, know you have done everything you can,
0: take it up on stage, get the feedback and then you go from there, you know? I think what's helped, like obviously I'm not a pro or anything, but I, I think what's definitely <laughs> helped me, but like, sort of what it is like this, like this, because you talk about being happy with like your physique on stage and stuff, but like, I don't, I can probably speak for myself, but like, I've kind of got to this point where I accept that I'm never going to be a hut, ha- like the bodybuilder side, like normal Jasmine, different thing. Bodybuilder Jasmine, mm. it's never going to be 100% happy. I feel like some, I feel like most bodybuilders, you're never ever going to be a hundred percent. Even if you probably be no. ninety nine, there's always going to be that. Like I think we're so into looking at the next thing. Whereas, like I think what's helped me is kind of being like, you know what? I fucking accept that I'm not going to ever be a hundred percent. But I'm way fucking better than when I was like back. That's in- what. So that's what I mean. It's not yeah. a case of
1: being like, because there's already there's always things to be worked on. Like Miss Olympia still has things to work on. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not. There's always going to be, that's how, in general, the bodybuilding world, like, imagine if they were to say, no, you are perfect, say exactly how you are, we don't want you to change. That's going to be so hard to maintain, and it's going to, everyone's just going to end up looking like that one person, where it's not that. Bodybuilding isn't a one-person thing, it's like, everyone, do you know what, everyone I don't know how to explain it, but you know what I mean? Bodybuilding isn't like a picture, Like this is exactly how we need to look, you know? So it's it's like, it's a very, very individual thing and it's not a credential that you need to look at. So I think that's why people struggle with, we're never going to be a hundred percent because we actually never will be. Do you know what I mean? But you should be happy with what you take because the journey you've just gone through to get to that point was fucking hard. Do you know what I mean? So I think it's a case of, Ex- not accepting because I feel like accepting feels like you feel like oh I try like it feels like I've accepted I've accepted it but no actually you've really worked you've worked hard to get to where you are you should be proud of what you've just done regardless of whatever happens take that confidence up and then you know you're going to get better than before like as uh as time goes on yeah. I love I do love that though I think it's just a case of like it's hard to get that mentality though because I definitely have had that mentality where I'm like There's no way I can get any better, or there's no way I can get leaner, or I'll build more muscle, and this, that, the other. And you do definitely get into your head a lot of the time.
0: I can relate. I can relate. Sorry if I was like, I can relate. I can hear the bloody dogs downstairs, and I'm like, and these dogs are (laughs) sharp. I can't hear them. That's a good thing. I like (laughs) it. Maybe like my ears are just like so we'd like you know when like there's so- there's sonic ears,
1: they're sonic ears.
0: <laughs> like always, I'm obviously not a mum, but maybe it's like you can just hear your baby doing something. I'm just like, <laughs>
1: yeah, what are they doing? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I think we should wrap it up with posing portal stuff. So we've got obviously I've changed the notes since the first time we started recording because I put mm-hmm. posing seminar coming up on the first in Manchester in Manchester, but it's actually the posing <laughs> seminar. That Phoebe's got going on. Um, it's on the first of April in yes. Manchester. Um, which I actually, like, I love Manchester. It's a good little place. It's
1: yes, nice. it's going to be. I'm really excited for that because um, we I, the thing is with me. I've always wanted to try to do something slightly different with my seminars instead of it just be just posing base, but kind of looking to you know the mindset of things. Whether it's me talking about mindset or you know what, like someone else talking about mindset or something like that. So we've actually got um James Elliot coming in for um kind of a mindset talk about kind of the the mindset of an athlete and people that he's worked with and the work that he does um because he is a therapist um and it's great and he's actually my therapist as well um because i do think it's very important to make sure we're taking care of our minds especially going through all of this like we think you know we have to think about our body take care of our body as much as we can it's all about health but the health also become like is our brain and our mind a lot of the time as well so we need to make sure that we take care of that so i did want to bring him in and kind of like get him to talk about, you know, what he does, how people can be better athletes and stuff like that as well. Um, So I'm excited for that. And then we've got you talking about all things compact, which I'm really excited for. So um, that's going to be really fun. Because again, so many people, like you are the one, one of the people that have like made me, I mean, I'm not a glitz and glam type of person. And I always forget that. And I'm like, Jasmine, what do I do with my braces? My this, that, that, every single time. So and you always give me kind of like different ideas and I always love them. So I do think jewellery sometimes is the last thing people think about, but it shouldn't be. And shoes. So it's about how comfortable you, especially with posing, yeah. how comfortable are you in the heels? Like you can try a few pairs if you want to, like try and make sure that you're not just stuck to one or just the ones you get recommended and those are the only ones you use because you never know, you could actually pose better in the other ones. Because you know, you um, well, I got the shoe fairy ones and I was like oh they feel a little bit off Started, remember I started posing them a little bit more and I was like oh my god these are great They're, these are amazing you just have to get used to it because I was stuck in my old what the old heels that I was wearing hot 501s which are very good don't get me wrong but when you gave me the shoe fairy I was like oh these are way unstable." but I just needed to get used to it and I was like these are insane <laughs> like why wasn't I practicing them before so it's a case of knowing what suits you better like what suits you better what is also like credentials for the for the federation you're doing um and then obviously what look you want to go for because some people could buy way too much jewelry and it be like way too overpowering way too much it takes away from the physique which we don't want so yeah. I think it's very good to kind of like discuss that because I think people kind of don't think about it as much as we should. Do you know what I mean? And I think you've definitely shown me that it's more important than you think.
0: Oh, 100%. I think jewellery is really, like, it's so under... 100%. And it's one of those where, like, I do think there's so much power in, like, coming to a seminar like yours, like, where you can actually do posing... Yeah, and do try on the shoes and try on the jewelry because like I can I can advise as much as I can like online and stuff, but there is something to be said with jewelry. And obviously, I I love the session that we did just for um the Arnold UK. The Arnold. That-, that would
1: literally always say true to me. I loved that. Like I love that I got that on YouTube as well because like it literally the whole that whole kind of like few hours. It was just trying on bikinis, trying on the, the jewellery and like just trying a few things. And like the, it just it was like when I was trying on, I was like smiling. I was like, these are the ones like these look really good. And it was just such a, a great moment. And I think that's sometimes what they need. They need to try on the drawer and be like, oh, my God, I look so nice. Like Because sometimes, especially when we've just started down, we actually we feel horrendous. We're tired. We're very, very close to show. You don't feel the most glamorous. So when you then get dolled up, it just makes you feel so much like, oh, this is all like, like it's all come to this moment. You know what I mean? So I think jewellery, it just is like that, that icing on top of the cake that makes it like perfect.
0: I, I think as well, like to have your blue bikini there and your purple one, for me. Yeah. Like, I always learn new things. And like, for me, what we do on that session, I'll, ask teacher, I'll get Holly to link the YouTube for that. But it was so powerful for me because it was, I, I had the ideas in my head, but I kind of <laughs> didn't have someone who had a purple and a blue bikini to like trial it. And I was yeah. like, I didn't know what we did with like the selection choice i was like i knew i was right but i just needed yeah a- i knew i was right
1: i know it's tested my abilities <laughs> and i was right i knew i was which is good it shows like how much you actually know and like people like people say the same with me and for posing They're like how much can you actually know about posing and i'm like a lot like a lot it's the same with jewelry how much can you know about jewelry and shoes a lot <laughs> like you've done this for years and years and years. And there's going to be one random experience that someone comes to you and they're like, I, I, you've probably never had this. And you're like, you'll be surprised I have. <laughs> so, and you can help them. Do you know what I mean? So I, I think, think that's, that's really cool.
0: I agree. It's funny though when sometimes like I see some people's faces and they're like, oh, you just, you just do the ch- shoes and jewelry. I'm like, hun, you have no idea. You like, have so whoever, much to learn. <laughs> they have no, I think sometimes they just have no idea how important the finer details are with jewelry and also with shoes come just like if you've got yeah. the wrong shoes on you're like you're posing it isn't going to you, be you'll be
1: surprised this. how so many people realize that they they have the wrong shoes on like so like for the even for the federations or the wrong shoes when they're posing and i'm like you look really uncomfortable like she was like yeah i'm just getting used to these heels and i'm like you don't it doesn't look like you feel comfortable in those shoes though like the shoes themselves not like they're wrong or like they're whatever but you probably don't connect with them in a way that feels comfortable on your feet because of a certain reason. So you have to figure that out before. Cause sometimes the main thing for me, I remember was um, that sometimes when the front of the shoe really, really high up, if, cause I walk my toes like a lot and that's where my bounce comes from a lot of the time. So if I have shoes that are way too like up at the front, it's going to be so hard for me to kind of like get my stability. So I feel like I just need to have that kind of like in between sometimes. Um, so yeah I think it's
0: good yeah I'm excited for that I'm excited for that I'm going to leave all the details so posing portal posing portal seminar um, YouTube video I'm trying to remember it all (laughs) so many things so many things thank you so much come on mate I I love the fact that it's a third time brilliant
1: I know and then hopefully in two years time or two years time again we'll then be on it for a fourth time (laughs) having a nice little catch up For all the stuff that's happened
0: in the last two years. It'll be really, really nice. I love it. I'm excited, man. But yeah, we'll see you guys in the next episode.